Hey guys, welcome to the Boozy Book Club Podcast, the show where we give our unsolicited and unprofessional opinions on whatever books tickle our fancy, all while drinking theme cocktails based on that book. Hard questions will be asked, spoilers are given, shadow daddies are welcome. I'm Sarah. And I'm Gina. And you're listening to the Boozy Book Club Podcast. Friendly reminder to anyone listening, every episode is full of spoilers. So don't listen if you haven't read the book and don't want to be spoiled for you. You've been warned. Welcome back. Welcome back. Part two. Crescent City. The Trench. In the Trenches with Sarah and me. (laughs) New name of the podcast. In the Trenches. (laughs) No longer. Just the Trench. Not not even plural. Just the Trench. In the Trench. (laughs) All right. Starting off 22 months later. Yeah. Which, for those of you who don't know the calendar system, that is almost two years. <laughs> Not that I'm assuming people don't know the calendar system. Um, also, okay, really quick tangent. So, we went to Mexico last year for the radio station, and while we were at this all-inclusive, there was also a Canadian wedding party that was there, and they were like hockey players. They were what you would imagine as Canadian hockey players. Like Letterkenny. Heck of a good time. Super fun to, like, party with at the bar total brutes right like they were they were awesome they were awesome don't get me wrong they were really fun we had a couple of the guys in our group that were just like dry humor not even dry humor but could just like say things and you're like i don't know if you're joking <laughs> like i don't know so if i have known you for 10 years and i'm not sure if you're joking like these poor canadians didn't have a chance and so there was one point that they, he was saying something he's like how old are you? And, you know, Clay was like, oh, I'm, you know, whatever, 32. And he's like, oh, okay. He goes, so, uh, how many is that in Canadian? And he's like, what? The Canadian's like, what? Do you, what? He's like, yeah, how many years is that in Canadian years? <laughs> he's like, we have, there are different years. Like, <laughs> he, like, we were at the pool all day by, like, the all-inclusive bar. But I don't, and Clay never dropped character. Like, he was like, He's like, you have, to let me get, you have to get back to me. Like, you know, we'll have to see. And I'm like, the whole time, I'm like, in my own mind, I'm like, they're the same years, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. 22 months later. My first question is, why did you not call me <laughs> while you were talking to Canadian hockey Well, we were players. also, like, international, so, like, my plan didn't work. I actually didn't even have my phone most of the time because I'm so afraid to get... Fine. International data fees. <laughs> but oh. yes, I don't, these are not the kind of, oh, these were not those kind of, these were not those kind of hockey players, you know, like these are not. Okay, that's fine. They were part of a wedding group that was being sponsored by Monster, the an, the energy drink. Oh. And there was a wedding group sponsored by Yes. How also, do you get your I don't know, from? and I am mad that I did not figure that out prior to getting married. Oh my god. There's this huge bridge that, like, you had to walk over to get from point A to point B. Otherwise, you had to walk all the way around this, like, acre big fucking pool. Yeah. And they somehow broke the bridge. And so, like, for the last two days of our vacation, they were trying to, like, fix this bridge. Like, the the people that worked at the resort. And I just need to know if Monster will be paying for that. (laughs) Or, like, what? But these, like, Canadian hockey guys, like, literally broke this bridge. Meanwhile, trying to figure out how to convert American years to Canadian years. But I'm going to assume that these 22 months were U.S. months. Were in U.S. months. (laughs) In standard U.S. months. (laughs) Opening credits. (laughs) Opening roll. Getting it on with a lion shifter. Yep. And then my favorite part is he tells her he can't pay her. She's like, it's on. Yes. I was like, love, love that she is being thought of as a prostitute. Yeah. But also, like, compliment, right? Kind of, yeah. I love that he's so awkward about it, too. Like, he was like, uh, which I can see so many guys doing that, where he, have you you ever had, like, not saying that you've ever had a guy, like, look at you like a prostitute, but like a guy that's, like, trying to be polite, but also in the same aspect, also putting you down. Yeah. Like, but like, I guess my question is, if you thought she was a prostitute to begin with, like, where, like, what did you think would happen? Like, yeah. Like, that's You funny. didn't have the money, money for it. Why did you go into the bathroom with her at all? Yeah. 
Men be minning. <laughs> men be <laughs> Oh, my word. But, but, yeah, he was like, I can't pay you. Yes. And she's like, it's on. I, I just love that, where she was just like, it's on the house. And then just kept walking. And just kept walking, yes. And then we meet Maximus. Who's just a creep. Yeah. But then I, that was another one where I was like, oh, now there's vampires. Add that to the <laughs> slew of characters. <laughs> vampires spelled with a Y. Yes. <laughs> oh, what? And I don't like that his name had to be Maximus. Like, I was like, I had a dog named Max. It was like the best dog ever. And I'm like, really? We had to bring Max into this? This weird, perverted dude who had a girlfriend turned out? Yeah. What I do like about these books, it is kind of set in quote-unquote modern times. Even these, like, characters that are fantasy characters, so, like, Maximus is obviously a vampire or whatever, they are kind of really, like, I have met those people who think that they are so hot shit like she talked about like how he had him do like the the file folders because it made him feel more exclusive like that's the kind of person he was and I'm like man I have not necessarily dealt with someone who wanted to play with file folders but you know what I mean like everything was about appearance like everything was about like how important it made him feel or how important it made them feel you know what I mean and I was like, I know that person. Like, I've dealt with those people. Like, I can pick them off, like, within five minutes of talking to him. It made, it reminded me of, like, the couples that will go out of town and they'll, like, pretend to pick each other up at the bar and not know each other. Like, that whole, like, file Yes! That reminded me that. I was like, come here often? And they're like, no. And the whole time they've been married for ten years. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what? You're obviously here to buy something, all right? Just the check. <laughs> like, let's go. Like, but he's like, here's my folder. My portfolio. Like, oh my gosh. Get over it, Maximus. <laughs> Which I wonder also, like, because they made a whole big deal about, like, his dad and, like, how yes. thing. And I'm wondering, and we'll get to that here in just a minute, though, because I'm wondering if his dad's going to come back up. Maybe. Later on. Yeah. Because um, they did make kind of, kind of a, a deal about his dad and how important yeah. his dad was and how. Yeah. But, Yeah. His dad was, him and, just the whole vampire thing was just an odd, if, excerpt, like, really quickly. Like, she didn't even, like, explain really anything, like, where they are in the social structure. Like, she was like, surprise, there's vampires. Yeah, some of these characters, like, some, I, I, you really, like, understand, I feel like, in Crescent City, I feel like the main characters, obviously, are, you have the Fae, you have the Vandals, and you have the the uh shifters right and then i feel like you have um these random like offshoot characters that come in and i don't necessarily know if i wonder if in the bigger picture in later on in the series they're going to end up playing a bigger role but they almost feel like like you the, she talks about like the draki and then they the die monkey or whatever they're called you know what i mean like the demon half breeds or whatever you know what i mean like are these just like random shit you pulled out or are these just yeah are these gonna mean something at some no, point like... <laughs> i just don't know I don't think or the either. vampire you know what i mean like the only time vampires are mentioned is with maximus and that one time she dated one Oh, she did mention that, didn't she? Yeah, and that's yeah. literally the only yeah. time they're ever mentioned. That's a good point. And so I'm like, are they really ever going to play a role? And the only time I think they're Maybe they're going to play a role is if there's going to be, which, I mean, I feel like it's obviously going towards that if there's going to be a massive war. Yeah. Then I feel yeah, like there's going to be a war, and I feel like that's when it's all going to matter, but... To see what side they fall on or whatever. Maybe, yeah. but I don't... I really yeah. don't know if they're going to... I don't know. No, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like maybe they're just like a throwaway. Yeah, that could be. When, like, Rune shows up. Oh, Rune. And everyone's like, oh my gosh. The club, like, the whole, like, music stops. Like, and he's just, like, chilling, you know? And so he escorts her home. And she's like, dump me an alcohol and whatever. He still is like, I'm gonna escort you home. That's gonna happen. I loved that she says that she gets home and she's basically like, he's gonna be banging on my door in three minutes. So I better just turn on my lights and let him know I got up. Like, yeah. she had that thought of, like, I'm not, I'm gonna make him wonder. And <laughs> she does it, and the whole time, I'm like, that's 100%, like, my brother and I's relationship. Where yeah. I'm like, you know what? He may be mad, and so I'm gonna make him mad. And then I'm like, 
is it really worth the trouble that I, like, gonna put myself through? <laughs> yeah. Nah, I'm just turning the lights. It'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. This is a different war for a different day. Yeah, and pick just, your battles. Yeah, exactly. That was, like, the first, like, kind of, I don't know. It was just reminding me of that relationship. It's funny. I do. I, well, I do, and I like that. I like that through these, like, two years, though, like, they've obviously, there's tension, but you can still tell, like, they're... They care about each other. They, there's some, there's still some form... There's still emotion when you hate someone or when you're angry yeah. at someone. It's when you're indifferent with someone. That's when it, there's truly, yes. like, it's gone. Yeah. When there's no hope left is when you're indifferent yeah. to someone. Hate is not the opposite of love. Indifference yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. And so when someone is, like, still angry or something at somebody, like, you can still tell them, like, there's that hope there. So. Yeah. I like that. Going back, though, real quickly to... The White Raven, while they're there, she does make mention, like, this is the first time you're really hearing about the drop. Um, yeah. Um, and she does talk because they're the girls there. And I felt so bad for her, too, though. Like, she talks about the girls there and they're having their little, like, drop party. Mm-hmm. What the drop is and the Lugian system, which is still very odd and complicated <laughs> to me. Yeah. And how the anchor and all of that. And I was like, what? How do you come up with that? Like, as an author? Yeah. Like, what a bizarre thing to come up with, like, this is gonna how electricity works in their system. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, it's a, kind of like a coming of age, but then it's, like, mixed with a bunch of other shit. Like, yeah, it's... like, it's coming of age mixed with how electricity works, mixed with political, mixed with... Yeah, like, acid. Ac- yeah, mixed with acid. You're, like, running down this runway. Like, yeah, like, what? What? <laughs> What do you mean? What is happening? Like, at, what what were you taking when you thought of this section of this story? She was on mushrooms for sure. Had to be. Yeah, I don't. I commend her for it. Like, that's great. Cause like my brain cannot get there. Yeah, I literally read things sometimes, and I go, I can get with a lot of different stories and be like, I could think of that. I could think of that. This is not something I would have ever came up with. Never ever. Where I'd be like. This is a solution to a problem I would have solved, like, at any point in time. This would never have been a problem for me. No. Like, (laughs) I'm not sure where you came up with this. I do like the fact that, like, kiss my sparkly ass keychains was (laughs) what Danica would have given out to her friends. 100%. Do not understand it. Good for her, though. (laughs) Good for her. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, she goes home. Let's known that she's fine. And then she goes back to the gallery. And guess who comes and visits her at the gallery? Oh, yeah, the next day. Yeah, the next yeah. day she's at the gallery. Yep. Talking to clients. Yeah. Which, by the way, like, in my reread, I got so, like, hyper-focused with everything. Every, like, anything that's mentioned in that gallery, I, like, take a note of. What is it? I'm like, this is gonna come back up. This is gonna come back up. <laughs> like, I know it. I'm like, I know this is gonna come back up. Three books from now, she's gonna mention this. I'm like, it's gonna be in there. I guarantee you that stupid jade puzzle box from a princess long ago. I'm like, that's gonna be it. Watch it. It's not. What's gonna come up is like the kiss my sparkly ass keychain. Yeah, 100%. But yeah, no. Uh, hunting. Which I love that whole interaction between the two of them. Like, that's yes. the interaction I would have. Like, if I was behind, like, these doors that, like, were guarded... Had all of these, like, spells and everything like that. I would give so much shit to, like, whatever officers of the law were behind the other side. Like, I would be, I'd be like, yeah, come back in two weeks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I might be free for 15 minutes. Back of April. So, I love Isaiah and Hunt's interaction before the end. Like, it was kind of refreshing to see, even though they're hundreds of years old, like, they can still be awkward. Yeah, I don't, like, it just reminded me of the kids being like, you push the button. No, you push, push the, the button. button. Like, they're just like... <laughs> Grown-ass men just, like, trying to figure out this whole situation. Mm-hmm. Yes. They're so cute together. They, one of the Isaiah's, like, used to, like, getting his way, and he's, like, this charming guy, and she's, like, you can tell he's used to getting his way. Like, you can tell he's, like, <laughs> he's, just, like it's not working on her. And he's, like. Wait a like, minute. <laughs> yeah, he's, like, hey, come on. You know what Hunt's, like, just hunt. And he's, like, I don't care. Um, and he's, like, I'm gonna be scary. Yeah, and then she's angel of death. It's fine. I still find it so weird that Sandriel and Shahar are twinsies. Twins, yeah, yeah. Not only that, but Sandriel, I think it's in this part too that like Sandriel killed their parents, and then Shahar to like didn't believe it. Yeah, 
And then the whole, that whole story to me. It's weird. Anytime there's twins involved, I'm like, that's gotta be like, like PTSD every time you see, well, granted, like we learn later too that there's a whole different level level of PTSD for her, but like, I just, wow. Yeah. What a guy. There is a lot of themes of, with the families in these two books, I was really realizing between siblings, um, and like the discord of blood siblings versus found family in these two books. Whereas like through, I feel like, and even in Actar, you really did see that too, between the Archeron sisters that end up end up getting together but like the discord between the sisters versus found family yeah but really with these two too like even with hunt and not hunt but rune and bryce they end up getting closer but the discord between who your who your blood relatives are versus who your found family is and i thought that was kind of with all like the angels and with um we learn in, in book two with the witches and, you know, like, each time a found, like, a blood family is kind of brought up, like, there there's always something either, like, pulling them apart or some mm-hmm. type of conflict. Like, they're never, there's never a solid unit of them. Well, and more often than not in this book, too, it's like a power struggle. Yeah. You know, so only one can be the end-all be-all. Yeah. And it's either there's resentment on the other part or yeah. there's, like, this competition for mm-hmm. it. And, I yeah, yeah, that's a good point. And so, yeah, I, I was really, um, I also, last time we talked to, we were talking, talking about, like, um, I wonder what in SJM's life was some character, and who was that, and I was kind of wondering, I was like, I wonder if she has that in her life where it's, like, some type of struggle with her family members that, that causes be. that, like, overall theme of, like, discord between her family, maybe, or mm-hmm. something like that. Maybe. Or maybe it's just what she likes. I don't know, but. Maybe SJM's a middle child. Maybe. Explain a lot. Is that like a middle child thing? Yeah, middle children, typically, from what I understand, is that, like, they don't get the same attention as the younger child. Oh, yeah, they don't. Yeah. So there's, like, a weird, like, attention thing there, and they, I mean, it probably would be a power thing, like. Yeah. So in this realm, I can see that, where it would be easily translated to kind of that thing where they're like never going to be the first but they're never going to be the last and like there's that weird maybe that's why elaine is so awful she's really bad she's so awful she's just so (laughs) fucking awful Ugh. all right moving on where are we in this in the middle by the way of a shahar story hunt starts talking about like the random people who owned him at one point yeah um, he talks about Ravelous. Who the fuck is Ravelous? This is the only time this- the first person? Yeah. Yeah. This is the only time he's ever mentioned this name. Yeah. And I'm like, when is this motherfucker gonna come back up? I literally uh-huh. had this all well, of a sudden paranoid thing. But he also mentioned that when whoever his, like, owner is, or yeah. when they die, whoever takes their place gets ownership. Maybe he died. So I okay. wonder if- Yeah, that's what I- That's I what hope I took so. of it. Because I was like, who's this random name she has thrown in here- <laughs> Who is this person? <gasps> Do I need to emotionally prepare for There's them? <laughs> someone named Ravelous that you're going to name. Yes. Don't start with me. I could not. I could not. So anyways, no. yeah. When well, the freaking Micah shows up. Freaking Micah. Which at the time you didn't know anything about Micah. No, you don't. But even then, like, the governor's just, like, chilling. He's just like, oh, yeah, I think I'll come by here. Yeah. And that's got to be kind of stressful. Yeah, I mean, she she tells, like, she says, even without the, that voice, it would have been impossible to forget what Micah was. The governor radiated with every breath, every blink. There were currently ten archangels who ruled the various territories of the Republic, all bearing the title of governor, all answering to the Asteri. And then she says that the ordinary magic, um, an ordinary angel's magic might level a building if they were considered powerful. An archangel's power could level an entire metropolis, which is... And then we were talking about this, I think, in the last episode, that there was no predicting um, where the extra strength that separated an archangel from angel came from. Sometimes it was passed on, usually upon that the careful breed, um, or the careful breeding orders of the Asteri. Other times it popped up in unremarkable bloodlines. She didn't know much about Micah's history, and blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, she, she said, like, even from the get-go, that... Even just being in his presence, basically. It's just a lot. Yeah. And also, I thought it was really interesting, like, Micah was described as, like, super beautiful, like, 
later on, like, he asked her out, and she, like, denies him. She's like, no. No. Then Mike comes in there, and he's like, hey, my detectives aren't doing a good job, so do you want to solve this crime? Like, what? Asking slash telling. Yeah, he, like, voluntold her. Voluntold her. Pulls Jessica, (laughs) or Jessica Rova up on there. Yeah. He's like, hey. He's like, hey, I need your assistant to solve this crime. First of all, goals. I am waiting for Sheriff Arnott to call me in to help solve <laughs> crimes. Like, I'm ready. Jimmy, I'm ready. Tag me in. Ready to go. But no, so seriously, like, he's like, hey, I need you to help solve this murder. And I love that she wasn't like, what? She was just like, ugh, if I have to. Yeah. Okay. Jessica, is this okay? And she's like, if we're compensated. Not if, it wasn't what? even if Bryce was compensated, if Jessica was compensated. Yeah. Just, but then at the same time, she's like, this can't interfere with your work. And I'm, the whole time I'm like, then why are you being compensated? If this she's is doing literally jobs, every like, corporate boss ever. 100%. Oh my God. 100%. You're subcontracting me out and then you're getting paid for it? What? The overtime? I'm like, I felt like every time like another manager leaves and they're like you need to take on that manager's work but for you're no extra compensation for no extra compensation and Consider also development <laughs> also here's this other person that has to tag along with you the entire, entire time. time and you're like why okay it's kind of like in college when you're even like those group group projects oh like, my god you and i both know that the stoner kid you assigned to me is not gonna help me with this fucking project all right i'm great don't get me wrong Hunt is not a stoner kid but it's just like one of those things where like you're just automatically assigned someone. They're like, could I not have picked my own person to help me with this? I know, but I feel like Hunt in this case felt like Bryce was the stoner kid. Hundred percent. Yeah. She, she was like the party girl. Yeah. Yeah. But she leaned into that hard. She did. I have a quote about that later on. Yeah. And I love that quote so much. If a sigh was a face, it had to have been Hunt. Yeah. For this whole section. He wasn't happy. He was not happy. Poor guy had to sit on that roof. <laughs> when he said, no. I love, though, like, his sense of humor. He's like, hey, can I at least watch the show? <laughs> can you she's just... like, no. Can you just keep the blind open so I can watch the game? <laughs> yeah. And she's like, no. no. <laughs> but then we find out that Mike's arrangement with Hunt. Yeah. About he... the, like, he has to basically, like, kill whoever for Micah for every death that happened during the rebellion. Yeah, not only every death that he killed, yeah, but, but like all, all, deaths. all the deaths. Because yeah. he On helped. On side, yeah. Because he helped orchestrate it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like like And then he's like, thousands. hey, you work at this party girl and you only had to kill ten people. people. But he also had him kill people during that time. And so I'm like, was that towards I, it? You know, I also thought that. Or is this just like a limbo death? I think it's just a punishment at that point. Yeah. I, I also his helmet. I think about his helmet all the time. His right. like weird skull, skull helmet, and I think of it as like the like an Iron Man helmet. I do too, like an exoskeleton like, yeah. helmet thing. That's what I think of it. Yeah. Slash biker helmet with like the spikes on it. Yeah. Or like the mohawk on it. That's what I'm picturing. Like the mohawk helmet. Oh yeah. I would be pretty scary if it like just walked up. Okay, so I love it so much. We learned that he dropped the deal down to 10 and then it kind of like it goes over to rune it like switches point of views yes and he goes and talks to the autumn king which that scene was i like that scene a lot for different a lot of different reasons you meet the autumn king for the first time yeah he has an orrery which i know this first time i ever knew what an orrery that actually was seven planets sun and a moon yeah that's coming back up yeah, which is actually the same thing that uh, Reese has in his mm-hmm. office, which I thought was interesting. It was, like, the first time you knew, like, the Autumn King was a jackass, whatever, but it's the first interaction you get to see with the Autumn King. I don't know what it is. I just, and I don't know, maybe if I didn't feel this way in the beginning, but poor baby Rune, he just has poor my baby heart. Rune. He just does. Like, he's just such a sweet little boy. And I love him. And going, though, back to the Ori, he'd only, he was talking about the Ori and his father, he he said he'd only asked his um, father what he was looking for because he would spend hours about, like, making observations and calculations um, in his little leather notebooks. And his, his dad only said he was looking for patterns. Yeah. And then he, his dad is asking him to go look for Luna's horn, mm-hmm. which we end up learning more about that. I think 
the Autumn King, obviously, and we find out he does know more than what he's talking about. But I think he learns. We, I think he learns knows way more than he lets on. And oh, I wonder sure. what this fucking prison thing is. <laughs> I suspect. Tell me what you suspect. That he's using Starlight to get to the other planets. Yeah. I think that each one of these planets is like a different one of her realms, and I think that he's trying to figure out a way to use Starlight to transport to other planets. Like, to go to different, or to open the yeah. rift again. To, like, open the door to these other planets. So, like, what, like, what fraction of starlight, like, so he can, like... I think he's just playing with the idea of it now. Like, he has, like, these tiny replicas. Yeah. And he's trying to figure out if I can use a fraction of starlight to open the tiny fraction door of yeah. this, like, model. Mm-hmm. Can I use a bunch of starlight to open the real door? That's mm-hmm. what I think he's doing. And I think that, like, Akatar is a different planet. Yeah, like whatever, and then the, what they're calling the rift is like the Milky Way, or yeah. like whatever you know, whatever our tiny brains can like comprehend it being. You yeah. know, that's what I think. I think it's what you're saying. I think that you know the horn, which we learned that the horn op- like later on the horn mm-hmm. opens portals. I think that the the prism thing. I think what he's doing with it more so is trying to calculate because he talks about how. Studying how light moves through the world, how it can be shaped. I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. I think he's trying to figure out the exact calculations of how he can pick which worlds to go to. That could be like, yeah. like how to actually like which ones. Like they know there's a wormhole, but like, how do you choose where the end location is? Yes. Okay. Like that makes sense. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, but in that meeting too, he tells them basically he's going to be marrying like hypoxia. Yeah. Yeah, the new new witch king. And I just think, I get that, like, Rune's lived his whole life knowing that, like, the Autumn King's end all be all right. Yeah. The whole time I'm like, he was very, like, non-dramatic about that whole thing. I think we learn a little bit why later, but the whole time I'm like, my dad came to me and was like, hey, uh, you're also, you're gonna be marrying this person. Like, what? Yeah. He didn't really have a reaction, which I don't think he has, like, a whole lot of expectations for that, but... I think that Rune, though, like, you you find out in this meeting, too, you find out a lot of things about Rune. You find out that this is... He, Rune's, what, 80 years old? Mm-hmm. Um, he's had 80 years to deal with his, his, yeah. his parents. I mean, like, like, I'm whatever. 34, you know, you know at 34, like, there are certain things that I just don't even fight with him. Like, yeah. at, at some it. point, you're like, I already know, I have the expectation, I know where I'm at. He's there, he's like, I already know, and and especially where you're talking about, it sounds like with the Fae, there's already, they're very set in their ways, so he knows, like, what is expected of them, like, they're very traditional in their way that they are with their women, they're very traditional in the way that they are with their um, bloodlines, with their... um, uh, powers and their hierarchies and things yeah. like that. So that to me, I feel like he expected that. And not only that too, you've, you're talking about Rune who like, it says in there like the king burned him when he was a kid. Like literally like burned his arms. Yeah. Which is why he has all those tattoos. Um, And that's just really, like it breaks my heart for him. And then obviously like, and he even talks about his mother where basically a broodmare. Yeah, basically a broodmare, and, like, he goes, like, she wasn't a queen, she wasn't even mm-hmm. a consort or a mate. Um, no, his sweet, kind mother had been selected for one person's breeding. And, like, he doesn't even, through the whole, like, book, he doesn't even really talk much about her. So, it obviously, wasn't, like, she wasn't, like, a huge to step up for him. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah. That's gotta be really, like... She had her time and place, and that was basically it. Lonely. You know oh, what I 100%. mean? So... I don't think that him fighting for that, and he also knows he's not going to win. He's got one like little bit of power l- lower than his dad. Yeah, which is why he knows he's... it's not a fight. He's going to win. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So I think that that's kind of maybe where that's coming from. That could be. At least that's where I kind of took it as is the why, and also because of what the the oracle said. Yeah, is he knows like it doesn't matter in the end. It doesn't matter. Okay, so we jump to their back at Bryce's apartment. Ooh, before that, I do want to say one more thing. The last thing that he does say before he leaves the Autumn King, this is one of my favorite quotes in the book, um, 
is uh, he talks about the horn, and, and Rune oh, goes, yeah. the horn has no power. And he goes, it's a symbol, and symbols will always have, will always wield power of their own. Yeah, I do like that. I was like, oh. Which, I mean, like, I don't know. That quote always gives me chills. Little baby chills. <laughs> that one's a good, yeah, I like that one. Okay, so we're back at Bryce's apartment, and she is still not letting Hunt watch any of these shows, and he falls asleep. <laughs> still not letting Hunt watch any of these shows. Nope. He's on the roof, and he finds out the hard way that Chimeras are able to pick locks, open doors, and jump between two places. Because <laughs> he bites him on the end? Yes. But I love that, like, he doesn't, like, his... Him explaining that is, like, him asking Isaiah, like, did you know oh. they could do this? <laughs> yeah, he calls up Isaiah. like, did you know? Like, like, I love that. I died. When I read that, I died. It is one of my favorite little, like, funny things. I still laugh every time I read it. Because it is just so... It's... Because it's right before they actually start getting to know each other and getting yeah. to like each other. And he's still... Like, even towards the end of the book, he still hadn't told her. No. No. And I love Syrinx. Syrinx is the funniest little fucking character. He is funny. But then speaking of, like, one of my other favorite characters, they talk about... She's at work. And I love Lily. She's like, I don't see why we can't let the angel in. He's so handsome. <laughs> he's so <laughs> I was like, I love... Him. She's like that annoying little sister. It was like... <sighs> like, just, like, so, like, love-struck with, like, Rune and Hunt, and she's just, like, loves them. Lele's one of my favorites. Like, I really, I love her so much. I love the fire sprites because she's so, like, I think, like, she embodies what a fire sprite, like, if I were to say what a fire sprite would be, would be, like, she's fiery, she's, like, sassy. Yep. And But she does, like, she gives off, like, this warm, the warmest personality. Yeah. She's, like, your best friend, but she's, yeah. like, an, a nosy Nancy, for sure. She knows everything that's going on. Yes. She's Which is eavesdropping, son of a gun. Which, Which is <laughs> funny, because she watches, like, so much reality TV. Yeah. They also mention a, a pet Kelpie Jessica used to have. I'm like, a Kelpie, eh? <laughs> Sounds familiar. I wonder what a Kelpie's doing now. Yeah, like, not, hey. a, not a Kelpie. Hmm. Okay, so Bryce visits Rune. Yes. High as a kite. Oh my god, yes. He is. And he has no idea what's going on for, like, the good half of that conversation. And then you meet, like, and then he's just like, I gotta talk to you. And then they, like, go down there, and then she's like, this chandelier's, like, tilted because of, like, what was it, Deck, like, jumped on it? Yeah, they're trying (laughs) to listen, like, yeah. (laughs) Two little nosy Nellies. And they've got, like, a fae eating an angel on the, like, uh, beer pong table. yeah. It's like a frat house. That's basically a frat house. I was like, that's every frat house I think I've ever been to. 100%. I could smell it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Same. Like, this... Keystone light and like popcorn. Oh my god. Natty light. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my god. It was so bad. But you do, you meet Flynn and Deck, and I love Flynn and Deck. I love Flynn and Deck so, like, more so in the second book, you really get to know them more. So, yeah. They do become just, they are just frat boys. 100%. They're just, they're, they're just quintessential frat boys, and you're just, oh, God. But Declan is, he's like your little tech guy extraordinaire. Yeah. I think they're probably the most relatable out of everyone, maybe. They still don't remind me of anybody. No, I know. I was having a hard time pinpointing anybody, but I agree with that. I want them to remind me of somebody, but they don't. You do find out about the ordeal in this whole thing, though, which is nice. Because the three of them go through the ordeal together, which the... Gotcha. Okay. The amount of crap that is in, like, this book is... There's makes a lot my, to remember here. There's just... It makes my brain hurt. <laughs> like, you have the ordeal, and you have the drop, and then you have the ascend, and then you have the honky-tonky. I don't right. fucking know. <laughs> and they have to go through this before this, and then this, and, and then this, this, and, and that. that. And you're like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, why the fuck do they have to do all of this shit? Like, why do I have to go through a flaming hoop of fire, too? Like, the fuck? What else? What else? But I guess, like, Rune's ordeal was he had to get the sword yeah, out of yeah. the stone. like Which sounds awful, awful like, like a Excalibur. Yeah, exactly. Like a Disney movie. And then I guess Dick got stabbed in the middle of all of that nonsense. I love that she's like, how do I talk to the Viper Queen? And he's like, what? <laughs> That's what, like, snapped him out of his stupor. <laughs> he's like, you can't. It'll take weeks. 
She's like, watch me. Yeah, she's like, hold my beer and watch this. Like, and then, yeah, that that whole thing cracked me out. Of how, like, she thought she was sneaking out of her apartment. She thought she was so stealthy. And she, like, gets on, on her, her moped. We're like, what? Yeah, so she jumps on her moped. And then she, like, gets to the meat market. And Hunt, like, lands beside her. And he's like, I'm gonna kill you. Which is, like, I think every time, like, they have any kind of interaction where she's done something somewhat sneaky, and then... He's, like, two steps ahead of her. And then he's, like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He's, like, I've been around the block, right? I'm... I've been here. I'm going to fucking kill you. Like, it's it's going to happen. But then I thought it was cool in the meat market, too. First of all, meat market sounds super fun. It does. I would love to go shopping. It reminds me of... Like, in the stockyards, there's a, like, building with all the different shops. And, like, that's what I picture being the meat market. Yeah. Like different shops. And then, like, the Viper Queen's office. Whatever. Yeah. But, like, that, yeah. So, I love that she was explaining, like, okay, I don't come here because it's good. I come here because, like, this person helps me, you know, figure out what something's worth. And, like, this person's yeah. my fruit dealer. Yeah. <laughs> all yeah. these things that I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Like, the farmer's market. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. anytime you go to like a big city and they have like a really nice farmers market. Yeah, and I'm like, okay. But yeah, you go to the farmers market and then you we go to that little shiesty guy. Yes. Uh, selling the salts, the obsidian salt. Yeah, she's like, I need obsidian. And he's like, I don't sell it. And she's yeah, okay. like, Yeah, you do. Her and that obsidian salt guy. That whole interaction. Where she then she starts playing on her phone and then yeah. she's like, "Look at my cousin or whatever it was." Like, look at it, it's like, cute. And she looks at him like, "Play along." Yeah, yeah. And he like is really nervous. Yeah. And then what do you know? He has it. Other than didn't even like get two feet out the door. Yeah, and the viper queen's there. Yeah, she's like, "You can do that." Which like, why shopping? does she sound like a a dancer from the eighties? Oh, I don't in know, her I gold jumpsuit and purple <laughs> uh, lipstick. Like, she sounds yeah, like a, either... like a disco queen? She sounds like a disco queen or, yeah. like, a golden girl. Like, she sounds like... Oh, I, I feel think... like Rue McClanahan would have stolen her outfit. Yeah. I like that. And I'm fine with that. I did not picture her, like, not having a grand office. Bryce did not picture her. No, not even Bryce was surprised by that. Bryce walked in and was like, the fuck? This is a supply closet, lady. <laughs> Alright? <laughs> like... I want to know what she is, because, like, they were talking about, like, a... The... She's a reptile of some sort. Well, she's a serpentine shifter whose snake forms a moonlight cobra. She goes, whose power was rumored to be different. And then it says it's something extra that mixed with her venom, something strange and old. I'm like, what do you mean? Why is everything, like, why is everyone just something different, strange and it old? Can't just be like, yeah. It's like every time she explains, like, in an old language that I don't know. And I'm like, could you say at what? least it's the same old language that you don't know so I know right. it's all the same old language? But Fiber Queen tells her, though, look where it hurts the most. Yeah, I love that. That's where the answers are. That's always where the answers are. That's yeah, it's where, yeah. Wait, wait. Do you think in real espionage type shit <laughs> that they all speak in riddles? Yes. I would like to think. Interesting. Okay, so Hunt <laughs> finally goes to the library. Okay. Oh, yeah! He finally gets to He's go! He's finally, like, invited in. Love is and I so love happy. She's, so happy. She's like, are you okay? I need to see eyes on you. Are you alright? Right? And she's like, oh is my Bibi, god. Is Bibi getting nice to you? <laughs> well, then I love that, like, as soon as they open the door, she's, like, so shy. And Bryce is like, stop being shy. shy. You're not <laughs> shy. shy. Quit. And then, like, holds out his finger. Watching Fangs and Banks. Yeah, he holds his finger. Shall we? I'm like, ugh. <laughs> he's so sweet to her so sweet it's like the first time you see hunt be like really 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 sweet and i love him like oh like why can't i see you all the time i really like honestly hunt is probably one of my favorite male characters he's fun i like him I, he's complex but like he's still funny and he doesn't take things too seriously maybe i just have a thing with men with wings it's possible Okay, so they're hanging out. They're trying to figure out the timeline of Danica. That's why he's invited there. Yeah. And then she gets a text from Rune. Yeah. Kind of ominous. So come to Luna's Temple. Oh my god, the Luna's Temple nonsense. Which, Luna's Temple is a weird place to me. For some reason, I always think of the Lincoln Memorial. (laughs) 
<laughs> Why? I don't know. I just think of like, I don't know. I think it's just okay. about the way it's like set up almost. Like, yeah. you go in and then it's like a, almost like a marble statue. Yeah. Like thing. Like it's a, like yeah. big, but this lady but with Luna. some wolves. Yeah. And a, apparently like a bow and. But that whole like, I was just really confused why that was even necessary. That whole little meeting. I think it's necessary, and I've thought about this, because of that weird little hatch that they talk about, okay? She talks about that stupid hatch because they're like, remember everyone, like, goes, have to be quiet because the, like, little tour group comes by? Yeah. And then they talk about, like, and then the tour group, and they're like, oh, now I'm going to show you where, like, they give, like, the goat sacrifice, and they put down this little, like, tiny hatch door. And then there's something with this hatch door. Oh, Maybe. Because I think it's weird that they mentioned this weird hatch door. Yeah. But also, I could just be clowning. Well, okay, so they leave Luna's temple, and he smiles at the acolyte, and he's in his car, and he calls Justinian to research the demon, because they figure out what the demon looks like. Yeah, that, at Luna's temple, or at Luna's temple is where they figure out about the yeah, crystal the So he yeah. calls Justinian, and he says, basically, I need you to look this up, and she's like, okay, and she's like, how's it going? You know, like, she kind of is funny, too. And he's like, it's fine. And she's like, probably doesn't help that your partner's attractive. And, and he was like, I have to go. And she said a quote that stuck with me. She's like, no one gets a medal for suffering the most, you know. And I loved that. Like, I love oh, yeah. that, like, she's like, she's been dead for a century or whatever. You know, like, for too long, hunt. Like, you're allowed to, like, have feelings. Like, you're allowed to go do whatever. Yeah. But the whole, like, you don't get a medal for, like, who's suffering the most. Like, I love that. Because I feel like so much in society, like, one person will be like, man, my day really sucked. And then there's always that fucking one-upper that's like, your day sucked, my day sucked worse. And I'm yeah. like, okay, like, there was some kind of saying, I'm not gonna do it justice, but it's like, you can drown in an ocean and you can drown in a puddle. And, like, you still fucking drowned. You know, like. I've never heard that. I, I loved that. Because I'm like, no shit. Like, what you can take is different than what someone else can take. And so yeah. it's like, I love that, like, you don't get a medal for suffering the worst. Yeah. And I'm like, stop being the fucking one-upper. And, but in her case, she's like, you don't always have to suffer. Yeah. Like, it's okay to feel again. Yeah. And I loved that. I did too. I loved that. And they, like, went just... to the, the gallery again, and she, like, talks about the Godslayer rifle. Which the Godslayer, they never, <laughs> they never explain that at all. They're just like the Godslayer rifle. Like I knew that was coming back up, which like we won't like jump at. But like, yeah, but there is no explanation no. about this fucking rifle. No. Like it's no. just like it's supposed to be. It's just chilling. It's, like, it's several. It's, like we're all supposed wall. to know what the fuck that is. Like yeah, your god, yeah, the Godslayer rifle. rifle. Yeah, yeah. like hundred percent. Yeah, gold like, bullet. Anyway, okay, yeah, that I know what that is. <laughs> and then like it's never explained ever, not once. No. And I'm like, what? Like, obviously, Godslayer. Okay, sure. But Oh, I think it's when... So, I think Rune is... Is it finally when Rune gets to go down to the library? Yeah. That's what it is. And he gets the call. Because I know Rune was the one that got the call about the murder. Hunt and her and Rune all yeah, go All the go there. Scene. Yeah, but... Yes. I, yeah. The whole time I'm like, why didn't Rune get the murder? But I think it was because it was, like, in their territory or whatever. Yeah. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Sense. Okay, so they go there. Oh, to the murder scene. Traumatizing. Well, yeah, because Hunt basically makes her go. And he's yeah. like, yeah, you're gonna go. And she's like, uh, But no. then he does say, he's like, you don't have to look. Like, you don't have to. Once he it. figures it out. Yeah, once he, once like, he figures, figures it like, out. trembling. Yeah. And that was the first time she had been sober. That's true. Like, yeah, had seen like, it sober. Painfully sober. <sighs> In the daylight. <laughs> yeah. In the light of day. And then, they never, like, mention it, but, like, we're to assume that's the same one he smiled at. Yeah. I would imagine. I would think so. Which is sad, because he was like, basically said she's like 14. Yeah. But I mean, like, can you... And then he's like, it's okay, it's fine. And then he, like, lets it freaking slip that Michael... But Michael was I was like... Okay, okay, but I've got a question about that. Because she, when he finally comes to the gallery, right? Yeah. And she's like, he's so beautiful, he's the most beautiful thing, and you could just tell. And the whole time I'm like, okay, but when you were in the alleyway... You were, like, talking about his face, and, like, granted, I know it was, like, mangled or whatever, but, like, you, there was no resemblance. Like, you knew who he was. Like, you said that when he came to the gallery. You're like, I'd seen him on TV, I know who he is, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Granted, part of that could be the drugs, right? Like, drugs, she didn't... Drugs do shit to you. Drug, yeah, you see a lot of different things that yeah. are not accurate. Hallucination. And- <laughs> yeah. But the whole time, I'm like, you had no inkling that was, like, a... And how did the guy on the phone, why wasn't he, like... Hello, Governor. You know, like, hello, Governor. <laughs> I didn't do anything. Parlay. <laughs> Nothing. 
It is, it was weird, like, she repeated herself, like, so many times that phone number, and that, yeah. that poor guy on, like, the 911 call was like, uh, uh. Like, uh, okay. Yeah. The whole time I'm like, can you not have, like, pinned his phone? Yeah. Surely, I don't know. You know, it's fine. Logistics is not her strong suit in these books. That logistic, especially not. No. No. Yeah, but yeah, you find out it's Micah, and then she gets all like, She's like, why don't you tell me? Like, is it important? Like, not really. Odd. I don't think I would be, like, offended that someone didn't tell me. I think I would just be like, oh, shit, really? No joke. Oh, wow. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Where's that go? I'm like, wow. I'm for sure. I would have been like, look at me go. I ran over cars. (laughs) Yeah. And killed a demon with a table leg. She didn't end up killing it. I That's right. reread it, yeah. It went over the walls, and she had the decision to go after it or save Micah. That's right, I forgot about that. She decides oh, wait, to go back to the club. Oh, that's right! Back to the scene of the crime. Do-do-do. And, which, like, nothing good has come from her going to this club. Can we just talk about that? The White Raven nothing is good a bizarre... Which, fun story, I was thinking about that today. The White Raven. What else has a White Raven? Akatar. What's the white raven? Oh, is that the... That one guy. No, they had a white raven and a black raven. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that before anything happened in the club, like, Bryce gets pissed to hunt, you know, and she storms off to the bathroom and Rune says, well, if she's pissed at you, it'll make me look better. All the time, I'm like, I love their little back and forth. Like, their little, like, they just hate each other so much. Yeah. And then you find out that, like, before this, you found out that Hunt broke Rune's nose. nose. And you're like... Yes. That'd be a long one to overcome God. this thing. Yeah, like, ugh. But I loved that saying. I was like, okay, that's funny. That's funny. And Juniper, you meet Juniper. Love her. I know. Little sweet June. I love that she's just, like, ignoring all the tension, too. She's like, has anyone else eaten? No? Okay. No. I guess I'll eat. I do think that it's really sweet that Hunt is like, hey, do you mind if I, like, order a burger or something yes, like that? Because he, like, knows, like... Well, she's like, I'm a vegan or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't Because she's a fawn. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, do you, are you mind? She's like, and she's like, no, it's okay. And I'm like, you're a very considerate man. Yeah. Like, yeah, I do, was. I do think you're a very considerate man. And I was like, that's kind of where I started falling. I was like, oh. Yeah. However, the thing with June that I think about literally, literally, I think about this all the time, is how her legs work. I think about it too much. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, because she's got hooves, right? Mm-hmm. So is it like people legs with hooves for feet? Yeah. Or is it like fawn legs? So are their hairs like le- like deer legs? So are they like hairy and hooved? And if so, how is she dancing and is she wearing point shoes? I don't know. I have no At one point you. in the next book, spoiler, she does like 30 turns. And I just want to know how it all works. I want to see that happen. Yeah. So the white raven gets bombed. Yeah. Turns out... Okay. Didn't we prevent this from happening already? And then the entire club exploded. And I was like, interesting. Bryce, like, throws her body over Juniper. Because she was like, you know, Juniper had so much to live for and was, like, going to be a principal dancer. And was like, and Juniper's, like, pissed. Because she's like, you haven't made the drop yet. Like, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Like, I will be okay. Yes. That's fair. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And then I was like, who would I <laughs> who would I throw my body over for my friends? Number one, I don't have the reaction time to ever think no, that quickly. No, I would have no idea. That bomb would go off and I would still be going like, what's going on? Yeah, wait, what? So Hunt takes her to runes back yeah. to the frat house. Yeah. And he's like, the Autumn King says someone has to stay with you. And she's like, okay, I pick Hunt. <laughs> and Hunt's like, who, me? <laughs> he's like, what? I get to come inside. He's like, you get to watch my shows finally? <laughs> Things to make. And Juniper shows up the next morning. He's like creepily watching her sleep. Like, okay. And Juniper's talking to Bryce and, you know, they're talking talking about Danica. And she's like, you know, like, you weren't the only one that lost her. Yeah. I thought that was important because I feel like there's so many times in the story that Bryce is kind of self absorbed a little bit. Like, where she's like taking all that grief on herself. And I'm like, okay, there were several people that lost. Like, I understand, like, Sabine's an asshole. Like, I get that. But, like, yeah, she lost a daughter. There were other people that also lost people. Uh, like, we say that later with, like, Ethan, too, where she just, like, shuts everybody out and she takes all that on herself and she just thinks that she's the only person going through this. And yeah. it's like, you're not. And I love that Juniper said that. I love yeah. that Juniper's like, you're not the only one that lost a best friend. Yeah. And I was like, 
That's true. Like, just because like, they didn't live together doesn't mean that they weren't, you know, really yeah. close. And I think that that's, that needed to be said. So I appreciated that. And I love that she, like, threw croissants at her. Mm. Yeah, I think that... Sorry for punching you. That is, like, something with her that, like, she's a very, very self... N- not bad to an extent, but she is a very self-centered person. Yeah. But she was also, like, an only child, too. And I think that yeah. kind of constitutes to that, too, where, like, you don't think about those things a lot of time. Like, you yeah. don't think... You know what I mean? Like, I don't think she... That's, like, a second thought. That's not yeah. a, she doesn't have that. That's like a second nature type of thing. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't register with her. It, yeah. Because later on, like with Fury, that comes up too. And I'm like. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Ethel. Ethelar uh, moves in. Good oh, Ethelar. Good for you. I was so proud Went of right him. Right on out of the friend zone. Which he goes, oh, and I know. And then you find out more, which is that poor guy. The more you learn about Ethelar, the more my heart breaks for him. Heart my breaks. God. He's been through it. My God. I literally just, my heart breaks every time. You know, after reading Akatar, I always think like, man, my heart can't break for another character as much as it does for some of their, their characters, like the guy right? characters. And then you meet Hunt and you're like, yep, okay. Yep. Yep. The there more, it is. There he <laughs> is. And you're like, my heart can break for someone more because that kid goes fucking through it. Yeah. His mom and his just a whole horrible, it's like. a whole thing. And then he meets his Shahar, and then fucking falls, like, literally right, right after his mom gets killed. Yeah. And no one cares about his mom. No, he makes a drop, and then, yeah. And then she gets murdered in front of him. I just want to hold him and just tell him everything's going to be okay. It's not, but it's <laughs> No, but I just want him to think so. Just want him to think so. Okay. So goes into the library. We finally learn about Paleus, Thea, and... Helena. Helena. Yes. Which is a massive thing because before that we only knew about Peleus. We always thought that Peleus was the starborn, was the yeah. only like big wig that that was the descendant we're talking about. Now we've learned that there wasn't actually like Thea, Queen Thea, and that um, Helena was his, her offspring or whatever, her daughter, and that like Peleus actually um, was his wife or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Like yeah. this whole other story thing. basically yes. happened. Um, and that Peleus wasn't the only starborn, basically. Yes. But then, like, we're not quite sure where the other one went. Like, she yeah. just, like, disappeared. Yeah. Like, oh, she's coming back. Yeah. Obviously. Which I love it when, like, there's a little bit... I always love those, like, rewriting history kind of stories. Yes. One, because I always wonder what in our history has been rewritten. Oh, always. I don't trust anything. The older I get, the more conspiracy theorist I get. 100%. And I... When I was younger, I trusted too much. And as I've gotten older, like, literally, I trust nothing. <laughs> I think debate has helped me a lot with that, to realize there's, like, two sides to every story. Yeah. And so it's, like, especially with debate, too, you're, like, you have to consider your source. You yeah. You have to. Like, how reputable is your source? Because someone on theonion.com can tell you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're, like, I read it in an article. It's, like, no one governs those for truth. Like, What? <laughs> they go to get Hunt's clothes, mm-hmm. and then uh, Sandriel's there, and they go to get her his clothes to like move in with Bryce. Yeah, and Sandriel's there, and then she like acts like the party girl again, takes a picture, and she's like, "Oh, really? Oh, yeah." Hunt's so scared, and then Micah asks her on a date. That's oh, when she's yeah. like, "No thanks." Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh. "No, God. I was like, oh. "That's wild." This is ballsy. Yeah. Well, and then Hunt's like, "You know, it'd be a really good idea. Maybe I should go see the Oracle." Like, <laughs> well, he asked if she wanted to go because they want to go to the Oracle. Remember, like yeah. to like ask about like all the shit. Yeah, and like she's like, no, I'm not going she's back like, there. I'm not going. He back. didn't want to see like she didn't want to see me. Like the Oracle does not want to see me at all. Yeah, and Rune's like, like, that's kind of weird, but okay. And Rune's like, yeah, I'm not going back there. <laughs> I think they're both like, nah, been there, done that, buddy. Your turn. And they're all like, what do you? They're like, I'd rather not talk about it. I was like, I mean. I'll go. And they're like, have fun. They're like, that sounds great. Love that for you. Tell me how it goes. Yeah. Well, okay, so he finds out a lot. Yeah. He finds out the horn opens the door to the, between the worlds. Yeah. That's kind of nuts. Yeah. One of the quotes I thought was really cool, he said that Hunt reminds her of which, reminds her of that which was lost long ago. I had not realized it might ever appear again. Yeah. 
So what is it? What appeared long ago? The Oracle to me is really interesting in general. Like the whole yeah. Oracle thing is really cool because like, number one, the Oracle's the Sphinx. Love that. That's my favorite mythological creature. Yeah. I was so excited when I knew that the Oracle Like before was this? Sphinx. Yes. Why? I just think they're cool looking. Yeah. I've always said that I'm going to have like gargoyle Sphinxes like on my like tombstone. That's neat. I think it'd be really cool. I love that for you. It'd be super gothic, but I love it. I just think they're so cool. Like, they would not... I didn't know that. That's really neat. Super stoked. Loved it. But yeah, so the Oracle's a Sphinx. And not only that, but all the Oracles are Sphinxes. And that there's more than one Oracle. Like, every, like, region has them. Even, like, um, the Ocean Queen has them. Yeah, I didn't realize that either. Yeah, so, like, they're everywhere, basically. Or there's... I think that there's so many... There's so many of them. Um, Which I thought was super cool. Um, and really intriguing. Um, but not only that, like, what I really, they all had their own personalities too, because they were talking at one point, I can't remember if it's here or another point, like, one's like really irritable, irritable, and like one is like nicer or whatever. Yeah. Um, so it's not like sometimes like you see in like, um, in movies or things like that, like oracles sometimes are always like, they speak as one or, yes. you know what I mean? Like, they're all, like, the same kind of creepy personality. Yes. I thought that was fun. Like, they almost said, like, hey, they have their own personalities or... Yeah. They're not, like, bonded to, like, one mm-hmm. persona. Yeah. But she does. She tells them that they can be healed, that the horn can be healed, um, and calls him by his actual name, yeah. Orion, which is what has freaked out, like, the fandom, um, because... Orion's, because at the very end of her meeting, um, mm-hmm. she says, do yourself a favor, Orion Athalar, um, keep well away from Bryce Quinlan. Yeah. So in the, one of the stories of Orion the Hunter in Greek mythology, he is killed by his lover. Oh. Which is one of the reasons why people are freaking the fuck out about it. Yeah. It's because of, of that, uh. Situation. What's weird is earlier, Jessica is talking about, this probably should have been part one, but she was talking to Bryce as soon as she she became a detective. Yeah. (laughs) As soon as Bryce Bryce got her badge. Yeah, as soon as she was a deputy. um, And she said, you know, you need to be careful. And Mm -hmm. Bryce is like, yeah, there's probably people that be willing to, like, kill for this information. And Jessica's like, then you should stick with Hunt. Mm-hmm. Like, Jess was the one that's like, you need to sit close to him. You need yeah. To, you know, whatever. And I was like, that's interesting. I don't know. I don't know. There's just a lot, like... There's a lot of contradictions here. People are saying stay away. People are saying to stay yeah. close to him. I don't know. Who do you what, listen to? Who are you doing? Another thing I really like, too, though, and again, it's one of those things that make me like Hunt even more, though, is um, she ends up asking him, did Bryce tell you, basically, what occurred when she stood here? Yeah. And he goes, that's her business. Yeah, I love that. And I was like, wow, that's not what I would have said. No. I'd been like, no, tell, tell me. me. <laughs> yeah. She's not gonna, so you tell yeah. me. Yeah. I mean, she didn't, but... I mean, like, she probably would have, though, so you should yeah, just tell me. Like, yeah. Are, are you gonna say something? Even though, as first thing he says is, like, is this confidential? And she's like, yes. <laughs> well, she's like, I only answer the gods. And she's like, but... Yeah, it's sure it's Are confidential. And then, and, then like, yeah, okay. and then she's like, did she do Yeah. I'm like, what? And I'm like, is it confidential then? Like, yeah, I don't what? know if I believe that. <laughs> what blinds? <laughs> yeah, I can't. So. so, Hunt and Bryce go see Briggs. That's wild. <sighs> we find out it's the year 15,035. <laughs> Those Briggs pages were really, like, uh, made me uncomfortable. Really? Mm-hmm. To not even knowing, like, it's only been, like, the first line, it's only been two years. Yeah. Like, when they tell him the date and he says, it's only been two, like, that's part of despair. Yes. It's just such, like, it clenched my heart, like, to think to yourself, like, it's literally, like, that's, that's all it's been. Yeah. I broke my heart. Even for someone who, like, did, like, such bad things and, like, was going to blow up something and things like that, like, the thought of it's only been two years, like. I will say just, like, the information he gives him to, like. I felt differently about Briggs afterwards. You really? Yeah. Yeah. Not not necessarily, like, sympathize, but, like, I did soften a little bit. Yeah. on him 
just like knowing, like he mentioned that Danica went easy on him. Yeah. He's like, hey, she gave me every opportunity to get my shit together. You know, yeah. basically, paraphrasing. But, yeah. You know, and, and that was really like surprising to Bryce. Uh, that was cool. I thought was really poignant in it too was um, Hunt with it where it, the, the fanaticism of where does, where's the line drawn? Where does, where is what you're doing is for the betterment of people and where does it turn to fanaticism? Yeah. Um, where is it? Because, you know, Hunt told, says like a hazy memory surface of Isaiah doing just that, screaming at Hunt and Hunt's warrantant. Um, Briggs asks, you know, did a lot of veneer die in the bombing? She said, Bryce says no, and not a single one. And Briggs says, too bad. And then he goes, tons of respect for you, man. He surveyed Hunt from head to toe. What part of the 18th did you serve in? And, you know, they go on and Hunt says to himself, no, he'd been no better than this man. Um, He didn't know where that put him. Yeah. And that, like, kind of thought of, like, where, where is that line drawn? Like, was I even any better than this person? You know what I mean? I felt bad for Hunt in that situation because it was a... He's still reaping his punishment from that. And I still think he's still dealing with the the mental aspect of... Does he really feel like what he did was wrong? And I don't yeah. think he does. But then he's dealing with someone he feels did do something wrong. Yeah. And is now wondering, am I... How am I better than this? Exactly. Yeah. Well, even Bryce being like, you're nothing like him. I'm like, I mean, there's some similarities there. And then they go to the... The rifle range. Later we realize why that's important. But the whole time I'm like, what does this have to do with anything? They could have been at the bowling alley. Like, what? They could have been at the bowling alley. <laughs> like, it was just a show, like, camaraderie and, like, that Bryce oh, is a badass. Like, we get it. Okay? God. At the shooting range. Though, I have... What? I don't know shit about guns, okay? But what I do know is, like, I feel like I could be wrong. You know more about guns than I do. Sniper rifles, yes. do you typically shoot with dandine from your shoulder? No. Yeah. <laughs> like, I read... It depends on what you're calling a sniper rifle. Like, if you're... They were at the sniper rifle long distance fucking range where they couldn't see. Yeah, you're I not know. shooting it from your shoulder. No. You would have shot it with it, like, on a, on a, like, a thingy. Yeah. Don't know what that thingy's called. You but have it would have been wrapped yeah. a stand. Yeah. And she shot three in a row in the... No. It's not happening. I mean, may, I guess uh, maybe it's a Faye thing. Like, yeah, no. No, it's a gun. It's, it's still a I'm just saying, gun. like, if you're Faye, like, maybe you could be more still than, like, other people. That's, That's the whole point, I guess, like, of, like, the stands, like, to keep you from being, like, from moving it. Yeah, I guess they have the, the Faye but stillness. Even then, I, yeah, I found that hard to believe. I'm like, well, even, like, an, like, a AR, like, you, you could, you know, but even then, I'm like, but you're not shooting three bullets in, like, one hole. Like, that's not happening. Now, I guess, like, in a rifle range, like, you could with the sand and stuff, in theory, which, no, you couldn't. But, in theory, you could. But, yeah, even then, I was like, what? why are you having her hold it like a shotgun? I literally... That was I, I'm like, she's skeet so shooting this confused. rifle? Like, what is going on? Yeah, I was confused by that, too. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then was I was weird. like, I was then... Confused it myself as to why I knew any of this. No, it was weird in to the me. back of my head. It was like, Gina, you don't shoot guns. You've shot like three times in your life, and none of them were a sniper rifle. So why the fuck no. do you know any of this? One of the things that loved was afterwards, Hunt. So she's like flirting with Declan, and you know he's being flirty, whatever. And Hunt basically insinuates, she's like, "Have you ever, you know, like, yeah?" Ah. And she was like, "No, never." And and then she was explaining that, like, when she was younger and she visited, like, how she had a crush on him. Yeah. She's, like, she's had a crush on Flynn. And to write in her journal, Lady Bryce Flynn. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, like, that's so relatable. Like, oh, my God. I remember uh, I had a book like that. Yep. We yep. all did. We all did. So, they end up going back to the apartment. And Bryce gets a call from Deck. Horn was stolen. And Deck says, hey, notice something weird with the audio. And it was that... The audio was switched um, for the Fyro gate. Yes. For Luna's Temple. And that the only person who would have had authorization for that would have been Sabine. Why does she hate Bryce so much if she was, like, in on it? Or if she was, like, involved? Because she's the worst, Sarah. She is the worst. <laughs> she's she so is the awful. worst. But that was. That was a crazy way to end this. 
I'm like, you're just ending these parts and cliffhangers here, SJM. She does. You are. Yeah. I literally just hate her. Like, I just... She's Sabine. just... She's just the worst. Yeah. But it makes her more interesting immediately. You're like, why? I just... I, I immediately thought the worst. I'll be honest with you. I thought the worst about that. I thought she had something to do with the horn being stolen. Every time that she gets... Like, there's a reason behind why she does something. I'm like, why do... If there's ever a point where she just goes, I did it just to be a bitch, I'm like, yeah, I believe that. It's like the lesser of two evils, but they're still evil. Yeah. You know, she's one like, of those okay. characters, like, I've yet to find a redemptive quality about her. Yeah. I don't think there's one. I don't like her. Ending notes. Like, <laughs> Ending notes. Do not like Sabine. Ending notes. She is canceled. Effective immediately. Still hate her. Still hate. Still. We're on part two. Still hate Sabine. Getting in part three, still hates Sabine. Yes. Ending part one, hates Sabine. The game part Ending two, part two, still, still hates Sabine. Sabine. Stay tuned for part three to see if we still, still hate Sabine. Sabine. <laughs> no, but seriously, we are wrapping this one up. But stay tuned for part three. We'll see if we still hate Sabine. I feel like we will. I feel the odds are good. I feel like pretty confident. The odds are good. All right, I put as, money on it. As always, guys, thanks for tuning in and. Take a break. Yeah. Come back. See us for part three. And we'll figure out where to go from there. Yeah. All right. Good day. Good day. As always, thanks for tuning in. We had a blast. We hope you did too. Head over to our Instagram, Boozy BC Podcast, to see next week's drink recipe and just overall content for the show. We love hearing your questions, comments, or game ideas. If you have any of those, please feel free to email us at boozybookclubpodcast at gmail.com. All right. Thanks. We'll see you next week.